Good morning, City Church. This is Trevor, uh, and this is City Church Together for Wednesday, July 15th. Uh, Good morning. Um, We are going to go back this morning to the book of Luke uh, to do our scripture reading and then meditation and prayer. And remember, um, we are um, developing that... um, theological imagination, that biblical imaginary that allows us to put ourselves inside of a story uh, and allows us to put that story inside of ourselves. You you are fundamentally changed. The Holy Spirit uses two things to change our hearts and minds. Those are habits, which work us from the outside in, and stories, which work from the inside out. And so I want to build on Jesus's story of the rich man and Lazarus by connecting you to a few other biblical stories and these two stories are in line with, um, uh, follow right before, or come right before um, the story of Rich Man and Lazarus that I preached on this week. Um, one of those stories is the Good Samaritan, is the story of the Good Samaritan, which uh, Dustin preached a couple of weeks ago. Um, and then there is a really familiar story, the story of the prodigal son, as it has come to be known. Um, so I, I want us to read the ending of that story. Because um, in the way that that I read Luke, what happens in Luke 16 with the rich man and Lazarus is sort of a uh, follow-up. It is kind of the conclusion of the the story of um, the prodigal son. So I'm going to read the ending of the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15. And uh, we're going to see how that opens up our imagination about Luke 16 and really helps to us to see the picture that we're getting of God and of um, those who belong to God. All right, so this is Luke 15, Luke 15, um, and I'm going to pick up in verse 20, uh, looks like five. These numbers are small, and it's dark in here, uh, but I think verse 25. So this is going to pick up right after um, we... Uh, hear about the younger son coming back to the father and the father throwing a party, okay? Um, Here we go, Luke 15, verse 25. Now, his older son was in the field as he came near the house. He heard music and dancing. So he summoned one of the servants, questioning what these things meant. Your brother is here, he told him, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. Then the older son became angry and didn't want to go into the party. So his father came out and pleaded with him. But he replied to his father, look, I have been slaving many years for you and I have never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me a goat so that I could celebrate with my friends. But when the son of yours came, who has devoured your assets with his prostitutes, you slaughtered the fattened calf for him. Son, the father said to him. You are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And that is the word of the Lord from Luke 15. Okay, brief review. Remember, in the story of the rich man and Lazarus, I just want to bring up some of the um, uh, ideas in that story. Uh, Remember, you have this inequity. Uh, So you have a rich religious man who certainly in that story, as Jesus talks to the Pharisees, represents the Pharisees, 
and he spends all his time and energy focused on himself in luxury, or literally the word there is in celebrating. Okay, and then you have Lazarus, who's outside his gates, of course, who has the sores all over him and is is surrounded by the dogs. Okay, and um, then you have the great reversal where Lazarus ends up um, at Abraham's in Abraham's bosom. Uh, Lazarus ends up in Abraham's bosom, and the rich man ends up in Hades. Now, in Luke fifteen, we have this ending that is seemingly opposite. In this case, it, it the party is uh, so. In Luke sixteen, the celebration and the party is um, we could say frowned upon; it's being misused. But in Luke fifteen, it is the good guy, right? It's the father welcoming back the son that's doing the parting, right? So here's the first thing to think about. It is not that God is against celebrating, okay? It is not that God is against us uh, having a good time. It's not that God is against laughter. It's not that God is against happiness. It's not that God is against enjoying ourselves, because in this, we have the very opposite. It is the father who is throwing a party and everyone is celebrating. And it is um, the representative of the Pharisees, the older son here, who is the hard worker, has always done the right thing, who is outside of the party. So we can't look at the parable of the rich man and Lazarus and say, well, God just doesn't want us ever to enjoy ourselves. You know, he wants us to eat rice and beans and suffer with those who suffer until he comes back. No, no, no. Remember, we're talking about justice, we're talking about reconciliation, we're talking about uh, repentance and one coming back to, uh, remember the whole point, the way this whole thing ends up, my whole thing, I mean the world, the universe ends up, is us with God and God with us. And so that's what reconciliation and justice are about. Not just us, but justice, okay? Justice is the opposite of justice, us together. All right, so in this story, you have this son who is doing the opposite of what the rich man. The rich man is enjoying the party while he excludes the unclean. This one, it is the unclean who are welcomed into the party, which is the way that Luke 16 ends up, isn't it? It is the it is the rich man who ends up in the unclean place and the unclean who ends up in the party. Same thing here. The unclean ends up in the party while the rich man and remember I told you that it is the it, it is uh it is our ongoing choice that keeps us locked out of the Father's presence. It is our ongoing choice that puts us in this torment, this Hades, this hell, okay? And so we see here, the Father goes out to plead with the Son, and this, the older Son is not, 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 please let me in. I want to come into the Father. I want to come into the party. And the Father says, no, 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 you've been a bad boy. You'll never get in here. No, the Father is pleading for the older son to come in, but the older son can't do it because the older son, listen to this, wants a party without his father. Isn't that what the younger son wanted in this parable too? A party without his father. And his father wept over it and his father longed for his son to come home the same way he does with his older brother. They want, we want a party without our father. We don't want justice. We want just us. Because the older son here asked, you know, when are you going to throw a party for me and my friends? When are, you, when, when are you going to let me have the run of the house? So the older son has the same heart that the younger son did when the younger son ran away. Give me what's mine. Give me what's mine. Give me what I deserve. 
The difference in the older son and the younger son is just the older son thinks that he has earned it. The younger son thinks it's his by inheritance. The older son thinks he has to work to earn it. But it's still a heart that says, away from me, Father, which is what we see in Luke 16 with the rich man and Lazarus. It is a heart that says, I do not need God's help. Remember, Lazarus is helped by God, so the rich man is not. Good Samaritan, we see this pattern again. It is the heart of the priest and the Levites that says, uh, move away from the unclean, move away from that which might implicate me. And it is the dog or the pigs in the uh, the pigs in Luke 15 uh, that, that the younger son fills his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating. Um, and it is the dogs that lick that represent sort of the Gentiles in Luke 16. In Luke 10, now we have this Gentile, this Samaritan, this unclean one who actually exhibits the heart of of justice, um, generosity overflowing, evening out, using his own resources to help this person regardless of their uncleanliness. And it is he uh, who shows, uh, who has fellowship and not, not isolates. So what should we take from this? Well, we should take from this that um, we can go about avoiding God in any number of ways. We can go about avoiding God by party by partying and celebrating ourselves like we have with the rich man and Lazarus. We can also go about avoiding God by not partying and celebrating the reconciliation of others. How do we not celebrate the reconciliation of others? Well, um, jealousy. Um, perhaps you, uh, I mean, that's what's happening here in Luke 15 is you, you're, you look at someone else and you see that they are getting the grace and favor of God when you deem that they don't deserve it. You've worked harder than you've earned it. You've kept your nose clean. Why is this other person? Um, I, I could, I'll put it in, in terms of way I can imagine it as a pastor, you know, as a, as a pastor, I think, um, uh, let's say I see someone, you know, who, who, um, came to faith late in life and is a great preacher and all of a sudden builds a big church and ministry and God's using him in mighty ways, even though, you know, he was a drug dealer three years ago. And I could easily look at that person and, and say, well, God, why don't you use me like that? Why don't you use me like that? I've been faithful for so long. And so sometimes it's our, it is our resistance to actually go into what God is celebrating, which in that case, it would be, look at the sinner who has turned around, whom God is using mightily. Um, so it's not always the partying and the celebrating and the joy that separates us from the Father. Sometimes we can be separated in our self-righteousness by not going into the party, not celebrating the things that God celebrates. And other times we can be separated from God by celebrating ourselves, by using all of our resources like the rich man to spend on ourselves while we ignore the plight of others. So it is not people who have a good time or further away with God and people who are miserable all the time. Um, are closer to God. No, no, no. It is a matter of withness. Do you want to be where the Father is? And the Father is with sinners who return home, welcoming them back. And the Father is also out in the highways and the hedges with the hurting, with the unclean, bandaging them up like the Good Samaritan. And City Church, that is simply why we look for try to smell out and sniff out and follow the presence of God every day because there are days that the presence of God will lead you into celebration and partying, a sinner who has come home, and there are days that the presence of God 
will lead you into solemn lament and action on behalf of someone else. Don't forget to celebrate. Don't forget to lament. It is all a part of the warp and woof of following this very complex and dynamic God. But the point is that we are with him. And so let's pray in that direction. Heavenly Father, when we try to turn you, this dynamic three-dimensional or four-dimensional for that matter, God, um, into a sort of two-dimensional binary that you are about us being sad all the time and not happy or about us being happy all the time and not sad, we fundamentally miss the dance that it is to follow you, to follow behind uh, Jesus, our teacher, our rabbi, our savior, um, to walk in his steps. We miss that because we are only looking for a sort of facsimile of you or a snapshot of you taken in time that's not dynamic instead of watching where you go, running out to sinners who are returning home. At the same time, you run out of the home, out to the highways and hedges and those along the side of the road who need help. Father, let us follow you in both sorrow, lament, and action, and also in celebration. Let us weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. Give us a heart that is sensitive to our neighbor and that is ready without jealousy to celebrate the accomplishments of of, uh, someone else as you work in them and also to mourn with the losses of our friends and enemies. Father, give us a heart like yours. Show us the movements that you're making so we can step along with you. Guide us by your Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit. Amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.